This week on the Magnificently Huge Podcast, our favorite streaming movies. Welcome to the Magnificently Huge Podcast with your hosts, Eric Reed, Brian Kruger, and Chris Ryerson. Three idiots who decided to slap an adverb together with an adjective to bring you one magnificently huge discussion each week about the movies and pop culture we kind of like, maybe even secretly love, before we ultimately crab all over them. We're not here to save the world, we're just here to make it weirder, one podcast at a time. This is Magnificently Huge. Well, the idea behind this week's show was our favorite streaming movie, our favorite new streaming movie. The rule I set down was, has to be 2023, has to be a movie that's not a documentary on a streaming service, what's your favorite one? And I was kind of in a time loop. I was thinking back to a year or two ago when they were constantly putting out movies on these streaming services. Some were good, some were bad. Maybe maybe do a little clickbaity thing where we talk about the latest trending film on Hulu or Netflix. And it turns out they all suck. All suck. They all suck. They all suck. And maybe it's because... Uh, well, actually, no, I don't want to give away the story yet. We go into why, because that becomes what the show is really about, since there's no streaming movie really worth a shit. But we do talk about a number of them. Uh, we also talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We talk about uh, the, the, the deep fake Drake song that they made this week. Uh, talk about a bunch of stuff. You know how it is. It's a podcast. We talk about a bunch of stuff, and uh, we're glad you're here to hear it. So, come on now, let's boogie. Welcome back to the Magnificently Huge Podcast, the last podcast you will ever hear. There's a man behind you with a knife. Look out! Oh Holy my crap. god! Dramatic tension, dramatic payoff. I'm Eric. I'm hey, Brian. Hi, Brian. This is Chris. All right, and <laughs> hey, we we're the it. podcast that kills we're you, show. apparently. Yeah, that's we're a show. That's yes. good stuff. That's so what have you guys stuff. been up to? What's up? What's been happening? Uh, I mean... Work. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. I had to sharpest tool in the shed. She was hey looking kind of dumb with her finger and thumb <laughs> in the shape of an L on her forehead. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Anyway. Hey now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to say fresh shit first? Oh, wait, I did. This shit is fresh. Oh, shit. That is fresh. This stuff is really fresh. Fresh shit, where it's the new things we've been watching, reading, doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or not. As it, I, I would as like it to were. discuss uh, something I sent to you guys, whether you heard it or not. It's cool. I didn't, I didn't expect you to actually listen to it. But on the podcast, uh, the New York Times podcast, The Daily, they had a show, The Ballad of Deepfake Drake. Oh, which I is forgot the story to listen of to that. That, that imitation Drake song. Somebody used an AI to write and produce a Drake-like song. A, an actual music producer who has gone um, unnamed did this. Probably so he didn't get his ass suit off and never worked again, but... <laughs> Somebody went and made a deep fake uh, uh, Drake song that sounds like a song Drake would do using, you know. How would you know? I, I, I guess, well, I guess it's the way the, the music is set up, the sound of his voice, and the lyrics are very like what he would do. I 
Chain mail with my ex like Selena the flats Bumping Justin Bieber, what a fever and left She know what she need, all her need, all she blessed Giving my best and then it started charting and apparently oh no. they yeah they, the record labels were able to have it taken down off of you know youtube and whatnot because apparently there was a sample in there that hadn't been cleared they weren't able to get it taken down because of the ai fakery but because of a sample so that but, means the next person can come along and just make something that's fake and there may not be a way to keep it from charting. But the AI-generated art in general is basically a form of sampling. Like, if you see the visual art where right. they're trying to ape the styles of other things, they're, they're deriving that from right. artists that, that have their work online. Like, yeah, it is a form of sampling. Yeah, even if you don't hear the exact same thing, the computer is learning from original stuff. That's kind of what scares me about AI art is that eventually it's going to be, uh, you know, what's it? A Subaros, the snake that eats its own tail. We the run Ouroboros. out of shit. Ouroboros. Ouroboros. Yes. We run out of shit for the AI to eat and shit back out so that the AI starts doing AI covers of AI covers of AI covers. And then we it's get like, Skynet. And then... Yeah. We don't Except stupider, that. apparently. Yeah, apparently Sky, like, Skynet's a streaming service. It would turn out. <laughs> yeah, but I you, tried to use yeah. ChatGPT. I I asked it for, uh, could you write me a software development lifecycle document that could adheres to the ASN ninety one fifteen protocols? And it all it did was give me like a twelve year old's book report on. Well, a software development lifecycle is this, and <laughs> this pro thing is that, and I'm like. Yeah, well, I know that. Yeah. It, you're useless. Yeah. And, but at work we've been doing uh just stupid stuff like some friends of mine. So like when we were, we heard that Carl Urban was in talks to play Johnny Cage in the next Mortal Kombat, we, we like fed that as a as a search term to the chat GPC. <laughs> and we got Carl Urban as Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat. It was actually pretty uncanny. So that's uh that's literally what it's being used for. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's, it's being used to make memes, and it's being used to write code. In other yeah. words, as with most technological advancements, it exists to make the lives of programmers easier, and right. very few other people. <laughs> yeah. It's just so dumb. I think the, the, the other funny thing is, like, our, our music thus far has been so much, like, auto-sampling and... Swedish people writing songs based on an algorithm they've come up with. It's like basically all AI is doing is removing the human who presses the button. Makes well, <laughs> except you get uh, you get like spurts of genius though, because it's the person I can't remember what what entity they were from, but they did uh, an AI version of Tucker Carlson's voice to call into uh, <laughs> Infowars. And they totally <laughs> and they totally punked Alex Jones for a good hot minute because it just sounded exactly like Tucker Carlson. Oh my God, that's great! Uh, so that's uh, that's uh, that's the use uh, in in a good format right there. Oh God! Yeah. But again, my I question don't know. The world is broken. Yeah, but again, my question for you is: uh, I don't know any Drake songs, so how would I even uh, apply this? drake api thing i've whatever. yeah i've heard one or two i'm not like yeah. the biggest fan but i mean it's like i listen to it and i go okay even not knowing drake you can listen to it and go yep that's a song that's a song yeah. that sounds like a song that they would make and <laughs> yeah. yeah that's 
about as far as it goes. There's another guy in that same podcast they talked to, a French DJ who used AI to make a new Eminem song, and he didn't try and monetize it. He didn't, like, release it. He didn't do anything with it. So he's not in trouble. But they played it, and I was like, God damn it. That is the most, uh, uh, yeah, that's the best Eminem song I've heard in a while. This you know? is... Nice. This is how I if, if Sig Sig Sputnik doesn't try to make a comeback by just having an AI generate a new Sputnik album, then right? they're off brand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or they're so beyond it that it's not even gonna happen. Oh you know? man. They're too the cool. We didn't even try fork over the money, bitches. That's what I'm yeah. I, that, that's the title. The album that's now. the title, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. The possibilities <laughs> have an end. That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. That's awesome. that's my that's my big delivery for the week though. All is, right. Uh, All right. You gotta listen to that podcast episode in particular and just have your mind blown by like maybe in the next ten years, you know, you'll you'll see more of it, but definitely your kids' culture is going to be shit. I mean, yeah. We're not ready for it, but our kids are gonna love it. <laughs> AI. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, shut up. Uh, Chris, you got any fresh shit? Uh, well, I've been uh, watching the Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, and I'm kind of disappointed with the whole outcome. I don't like any of the teams really that are left, Hello which is just there. sort of like a slap in the face. Because <laughs> like uh, oh. most most of my teams that I watched didn't even make it, and the ones that I do watch that made it uh, got just creamed in the first round so it's just uh, another law of diminishing returns uh but i will say this that uh because you live in the general phoenix area brian uh if yeah. if the tempe folks don't vote in favor of their big sports industrial complex uh then the coyotes uh -huh. are going to move to like houston so you're going to lose a hockey team so, yeah, you know, well, right now they play in what they're calling the mullet arena, which yeah, is literally yeah. the ASU. I saw that. Uh, Every time I facility. saw one of their games come up and I saw that on the center ice, I'm like, they literally play hockey in a mullet arena. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Meanwhile, the actual the actual stadium I, they played in stands and is hosting concerts. But right, that's, right. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they build like a whole fucking thing in the 90s for all these oh, yeah. sports? Yeah, yeah it's, it's still are, there. Yeah. Is it no it's, longer any good? Did it no, it's perfectly fine. Ground? It's just that you know they need to shake down another city for a stadium and yeah, kickbacks. That's, and that's how they so. that's how they do it. So yeah, so I I, I God damn it! I I think that's another thing that's wrong with this country is sports. <laughs> Not just you know the the mafia that like shakes as you say shakes down a city for more stadium money, but yeah, look at look at the whole like problem with politics in this country right now. It's because everybody looks at it as entertainment and they want their side to win. Yeah, but it's more Nobody WWE cares if these than people like people do anything good. Yeah, <laughs> but it's way more WWE than like any other like actual sport. That's basically yeah. what politics has turned into. It's just like a a cage death match between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. 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 <laughs> yeah, know, it's like that kind of shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we are. We we did that not happened. produce enough grown ups. When, yeah. when, you know, like our, our parents' generation, they did not produce enough grownups to take over the machine. That's yeah. the problem. I mean, it's, at, at this point, it's, it might as well be the chat GPT uh, running the world. So, Chris, yeah. back to hockey, though, because I actually don't know how this played out. But towards the end of the season, I was talking to my brother, and he's always, you know, he's been a Sharks fan since day one. Right. And I guess the deal was that 
they were, you know, they're just not doing well, right? right. They, they had a bad season. And so the question was, were they going to tank in order to try to get this first round draft pick because there was this really good college player coming on? Right. And, you know, the, like, the coaches can't deliberately tank, but the general managers start playing shenanigans and rotating in backbenchers and stuff to try to get the team to suck. Right. So that they can <laughs> I mean, get this draft pick. Do you know how that played out? Uh, I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't really, I don't do a lot of insider stuff. I'm, I'm a fan, but I'm not like hardcore, like no stats and shit. I mean, I just, I don't have the time for that. It's just mostly entertainment for me. <laughs> so I follow some I love of a good hack. There. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I don't understand the, why anybody would like tank a team for a draft pick because you're not guaranteed that that draft pick is even going to play for a couple of seasons. Bottom line, they'll probably go to like AAA and, uh, and development leagues before they bring them in. So it's like that doesn't make any fucking sense to me, but that's just me. <laughs> but you know, whatever. Uh, just watch Slapshot instead. You'll, you'll get a much better experience. <laughs> there uh, you go. But uh, actually, I just watched uh, Moneyball this week, and I what I love about that movie is the idea that there is nothing intrinsically uh, um, judgeable about sports. It's like you can yeah. win just using statistics and not the love of the game. End yeah. quote. Well, the the genius part about that is I just read too, just randomly. I guess the Oakland A's, uh, because they're not doing well there, are poised to move to Las Vegas now. To so follow ba- the Raiders. All yeah. of Oakland is just moving to yeah, Vegas. Basically, so <laughs> Oakland is just going to be Las Vegas now. It's just without the coast, you know? It's just so stupid. I just don't I li- I also it. like that for a long time there were no teams in Las Vegas because they didn't want gambling to ruin yeah, yeah. the sport. And now yeah. they're like, fuck it. Who cares? We don't care. No one cares. Yeah. There's no rules. There's no... <laughs> there's, there's, fuck I mean, it. Yeah. They open sports betting in Phoenix and the ads are... Inescapable. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, they shoot HGH in the dugout now. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. <laughs> I mean, just just put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame for fuck's sake. Be done. Yeah. With it. Why not? <laughs> Make him president. Cares. Fuck. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I just uh, hammering nails into the floor with my forehead. I just don't understand anything yeah. anymore. Oh well. Yeah. If we want to speak about things that people don't care about and that are just entertainment. How about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? How about oh, yay. not? How about not? <laughs> is it as good uh, as I think it is? Yeah. I don't know. How good do you think it is? I could give you uh, probably vomit. a clue. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's very good at all. Well, what did you think, think of the other I th- two? I think, uh, well, no. I, I think the first one was a surprise. I thought the yeah. second one was unnecessary. I have yep. a feeling this third one is a tired rehash, but... The last 20 minutes are full of, I'm going to miss you guys, because they're not going to do another one. Well, they cut that down to the last couple minutes. Like, it's not a whole 20 minutes of that. But yes, that does happen. Um, No, it is. Here's the thing. You're right. The first one, I think there's no replacing the first Guardians of the Galaxy because the expectations were zero. Nobody knew the property at all. And it was like, well... Talking raccoon, seriously? You know, that was kind of how we go right. into this one, right? And and then it's a lot of fun, and it kind of blows up the Marvel universe and gets rid of some of the need for everything to be grounded and goes cosmic and 
and sort of kicks open the floodgates and and really kind of sets the template for where Marvel's going to go. Um, the second one couldn't get away with that because we'd already seen the first one. And it blew, the its, second one, it blew its wad with the opening titles as well. It's like you can't... Yeah. You, like you set that bar and then it's just all downhill from there. That was my experience. Well, the second one, from my experience, the the... The surprise was that it had emotional stakes and depth and like that they went somewhere interesting with the characters and pathos and and that sort of thing. And so you went in expecting this goofy movie and then you kind of got the gut punch in that. This third one, they don't have any more surprises to pull, right? Right. So it's actually a really good Marvel movie, especially. You know, it's it's better than most Marvel movies by a lot because... This is the. Thir- there are characters, the and they thir- have arcs, and they don't have to table set a bunch of other stuff, and they can just kind of do their thing. Well, this is what this um, is the third one now in the the phase five, right? Because they did. I, sure, I whatever the hell phase five means. I can't. I can't keep track anymore. But I haven't. I haven't seen anything since. Uh, God, I can't remember the last one I actually watched. I don't think I've seen any of the phase five stuff though. Shing so really... Chang and the the, oh, the ten God. rings. <laughs> Good lord! I think Eric. it's the last one. No, no. I think almost. They, I think it was. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Wakanda forever. No, it was Ant Man and okay. Quantum Mania was the the most recent. Oh, oh no! Mania. I was saying the last one I saw. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, right. the, okay. As for Phase Five, Shang-Chi. Christ, who's who? Who the hell is counting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So. So Guardians Volume 3 is is its own movie, right? It's not trying to really be part of the MCU. It's just trying to be a Guardians movie. And it succeeds at that. Um, it, it, it does tell Rocket's backstory, which means there's a lot of animal cruelty, which is kind of a thing. Nice. <laughs> um, well, that's, that's definitely what you want in a family film. <laughs> it's as yeah, much animal yeah, cruelty as possible. Uh, also, apparently, the first f bomb in a Marvel movie ever is in this. Oh, movie, they did keep it. They did. Okay, they did. Good. It's there. Good for them. Um, yeah, it it is. It's maybe on a par with Volume Two, is the way I'm gonna say it. Like, I don't know that it is worse than Volume Two. It's not better. Um, but it's better than a hell of a lot of what's been coming, but I don't think this is going to get anybody who's sort of fallen off the Marvel train to suddenly care again. It's, it's good at what it wants to be, and that's about where it stops. So I would have loved it if, if he had, uh, what's his name? The Star-Lord? If he had, Mm -hmm. like, come, like, face-to-face with this, like, monster-like dinosaur creature, and he tried to do that pose he does in Jurassic World, and the thing bites his hand off, that would have been worth going to see. So is uh, there is a there is a hell of a oneer shot. I mean, it's not really one shot, obviously, when you see it. But there's a really good um, fight sequence that's set in a hallway that is all made to be one big shot, and it's it's a it's a pretty big show off moment for everybody involved. I do like that they gave every character an arc. They gave every character a reason to be in the story and something to do and somewhere to you know some way to change. So it. Again, it's it's a better written Marvel movie than they usually are. Well, let me ask you this, because you're the one that's I, that's still watching these. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so do they do a lot of the stuff with Kang in this one as well? Because that's their there is no Kang whatsoever really? in this movie. Okay. He's out. Yes, because that was they, my they other question. Him. That's my other question. Is like, how are they going to move forward because of all of the 
uh, allegations. No idea. So <laughs> it's just it's it's, it's very uh, interesting to watch it all play out because it's. I haven't I haven't heard that he's actually been fired yet. yet. Oh, I had. Okay. Oh yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe I know people wrong. are speculating, yeah. but I hadn't yeah. seen that yet. I guess that's the thing, though. Like when I think of James Gunn films generally, that's all the stuff I don't want. I want anarchy. I mean, I think it's the reason the Suicide Squad was so good, is that it was just so. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, every yeah. By the time minutes. the kaiju shows up, it's like yeah. don't give me emotional <laughs> yeah. resonance. Like yeah, like pull somebody's pants down and make me go. What the fuck just yeah. happened? I mean, it's it is what it is, but. uh <laughs> There's there are definitely some what the fuck just happened things in this movie, but yeah, it is not the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad is the better, more recent James Gunn film. I don't know mm. what he's gonna do with Superman. That he's making the next Superman. He's writing and directing yeah, good, it. Good for him. And what the hell is James Gunn's Superman? I mean, it's gonna ruin his career. Everyone who touches Superman yeah, really. dies. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <ba-dum-bum>. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. It's another Marvel movie that's good, not great. Um, I mean, it's just... I don't, th- I don't think they're yeah. ever going to hit their peak ever again. It's just going to be like this slow burn yeah. until it just fizzles. No. That's my feeling. No, and that's fine. Yeah. It is there another highs example and lows. of too many, too many cooks in the kitchen because you do that first Iron Man. Nobody at the studio gave a fuck. It was just, you know, just keep it under budget and we're all fine. And then suddenly it becomes a juggernaut. Now everybody wants to have a hand in it so they can yeah. say, yeah, I yeah. did that. That well, Doctor Strange that, movie, I, I did that. <laughs> that's actually why the Guardians movies work better than most, I think, is because basically James Gunn is, is writing and directing them, and, and I think he has just less meddling in his movies. Well, or he's probably um, better at deflecting too much studio interference. Because he's mean, been in he's been in this in the business for a long time. I mean, he wrote a bunch of stuff that just nobody's gonna really recognize that he wrote. But he like worked on the Scooby Doo movies and shit like that. So it's like he's trauma. so he's he's he been was, in it. He was a trauma yeah. kid, and he learned from Kaufman. So you know, it's well, he he literally got fired from this movie and then got his yeah, job yeah. back. So. <laughs> So I, th- I think he'll be okay. Um, so he knows how to play some so, politics anyway. Uh, so I, I think he'll be okay. You know, just a feeling. <laughs> yeah. We're not worried about James Gunn. No, no. Anyway, yeah, I guess that's the fresh shit. What was the, uh, <laughs> what was, what was your, your, uh, your half aborted so, idea for this week's show, Eric? Yeah. Yeah. This was a bit convoluted, but see, I, re- I remembered. For like, especially during you know those glorious COVID days, how many streaming channels had original movies? And I was like, all right, let's do some clickbait, and we'll do a uh, a thing where we talk about the best streaming movie we've seen, but it has to be a recent one. And then I go and I look, and they suck, all right? suck. They are all <laughs> shit. And uh, yeah, it's like the golden days of streaming. I think are really over because now every you know, corporation that has a studio, they have their own streaming service. So Paramount's not going to give their good stuff to Netflix. You know, uh, Universal is not going to give anything to Hulu. Well, Hulu is a Disney property, so, you know, they've got their own thing going on. But it's like finding these streaming original movies that are good. Ooh, yeah, 
few and far well, between. I had to watch a well, bunch of them too. I like sat through <laughs> ten minutes of a lot of these before I went. Oh, no, you're, you're screwing the algorithm because basically the way Netflix has it said is if you watch two minutes or more, then they call it a watch because they figured you've actually made mm. the choice to sit down and watch this thing. <laughs> You'd think they do that as a percentage and not yeah, just I'm, minutes. But but, uh, okay. but that's that's the gist. So all of this shit you see on Netflix is like top ten. It's like that's literally people just getting through like two minutes and going, oh fuck this. <laughs> just turning it off. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I mean I'm not sure how much longer I'm even gonna keep Netflix, so I yeah. don't care. You know, about but that. they've got like the most but, content. Yeah. Though. That's the thing that's funny. It's like they took all the wrong lessons from like HBO back in the day. Where it's like, if you produce mm-hmm. enough caliber stuff that's going to make people want to come to your network, then you get the subscribers. But it's like Netflix just is like, well, as long as they're here, let's just give them crap. That seems to be the mode. Throw yeah, everything it's at like them. They, there's yeah. no idea well, of quality. I mean, they have different business models, right? So Netflix is basically, yeah, just how what's the least amount we can spend on the most content yeah. so that the subscriber numbers right. make sense, right? It's really just about that cycle. Amazon isn't even about providing video content. Amazon is about getting people to subscribe to Amazon Prime for shipping so they'll buy more right. products on Amazon, the right. website. Which is why the programming isn't really worth a fuck. Yeah, Hulu is is basically Disney going, hey, if people aren't going to buy cable, how do we provide cable? Yeah, and this is it. <laughs> a different way. <laughs> and HBO is being eaten by the Discovery yeah. Channel as we well, speak. And then, so, and then like Eric yeah. said, like every uh, studio or network has its own streaming platform now it's just like the dark old days of cable in the 90s when it suddenly you yeah. had like the wb network and the upn channel and whatever and peacock yeah and paramount and they're all plus yeah you know exactly that peacock and paramount <laughs> yeah. plus and apple <laughs> like, plus and the sign of their originality well, isn't it uh, well just but that's yeah. disney's fault they started with the disney but the fact plus. that hbo max is now yeah, but the fact plus. that hbo max is now just going to be max it's like you're getting rid of the big brand name so that you can just yeah. call it max it's like, yeah i don't understand any of this logic this is why your programming because we don't think any of what we're about to do is going to be up to yeah, the quality yeah. standard of the hbo brand and we might want to bring yeah, it back really. someday that's why i think they're uh, doing that. <laughs> yeah i think it's because discovery is now their boss and it's like well we don't want you know hbo to have you know all the leverage we want discovery to have right. all the leverage so but uh but, but yeah break them so down. when you say you watched like or not watch but skim through uh, a dozen-ish titles mm-hmm. like what were you looking at because i i i don't have netflix so that right there cut out about 60 percent of the content <laughs> that's available i don't right. have apple plus so there's like 10 percent of the content i don't have any of that i have like basically hulu yeah uh disney plus and hbo and then prime and all those collectively that's only just a sliver of the actual original content that they push out which i was astonished i'm like oh i can find some but we're just talking movies we're not talking right but i right we're talking movies made right and i thought well shit i've got like four of these subscriptions surely i can find something holy christ i could not it was so hard that's that's what made it (laughs) yeah made it difficult especially saying they have to be movies because like you look and everyone's producing a show because that I guess the idea is that's an ongoing return. Right. You know, it's like if you can get somebody to watch one and like it, you can get them to watch several and stay for weeks. If somebody likes a movie, 
they watched it yeah. and done. People don't generally watch the same movie and over and over Correct. and over again. So I could see where they would not do that. Yep. But yeah, so for mine, I, 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 once I realized that Amazon is just shit and Hulu is mostly shows, I was like, all right, I'm going to just try and stick with just Netflix <laughs> just to make this easier. There is a Wikipedia page of N- Netflix really? movies yep. that, by year. And so I just oh, used that. I'm like, all right, let's go down cheater. the list. No, they've got those cheater. Wikipedia pages for all of the streaming yeah. services. This is efficiency, yeah. Chris. Man, is is it, I'm research. doing it wrong. Yeah, was I supposed yeah. to use uh, yeah, tel- telepathy? I mean, how I else mean, am I supposed this, to know? This is the extent of my involvement in this particular uh, show this week, is I would go into the platform, I would look for the new <laughs> section, and I would just scroll through and see if anything yeah. caught my fancy, and literally nothing did. Yeah. Oh, uh, I did that too. But I couldn't necessarily tell whether or not it was made by the streaming yeah. platform. Well, exactly. they usually have the imprimatur. It's like Hulu or Amazon or Prime or whatever. So that's kind of mm. where I was cluing in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was yeah. tough. And that's another anyway. thing. They aren't necessarily... That's the other thing. They're not even necessarily made by the streaming mm-hmm. platform. That's another thing that bummed me out. There was one I liked. I, I might have... I know I tweeted it on our Magnificently Huge channel. Uh... There's a show on on in in, in uh, that was on the BBC Luther with Idris Elba, the right, detective right. thing. They they There's made a, a movie. One. Yeah, they made a movie and it's on Netflix, but it's there as a Netflix exclusive. But they didn't make it; they yeah. bought it. I think the last the, you know, it's I think good. The last thing I watched like on Luther. Netflix that was an OG was The Gray Man, and that was when I went. Mm. I'm oh. like, that's. That's like Amazon <laughs> just flushing $200 million down the toilet, as far as I can tell. I don't understand how they make a return on their investment. <laughs> it just is astonishing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The last, the last one I remember was, uh, uh, what's his name? Fuck. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh. It was something like the oh. Deep Six, or the, the Crazy Eight, or the fucking Dumb, oh, followed six by underground. You know, Oh, the one with Michael six, Bay? Six Underground. Oh, yeah. 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 Six Underground, yeah. Well, yeah. and they had that red no- notice yeah. thing too with him and the Rock and and Gal Gadot that was just. I mean, it's terrible. like yeah, it's yeah. like just, like just Ryan bad. Reynolds has got his own little like uh s- like series of movies for Netflix. It's just like Adam Sandler has like like ten thousand movies and they're all equally terrible. Oh, yeah, he had that Adam Project yeah. movie too, yeah. didn't he? So yeah. it's like yeah, he's just getting and it's checks. I think they just get they get paid up <laughs> I front, was... so it's like they don't have to sink any other cost on their end for the creatives. So yeah, and Netflix doesn't care if you know but the viewership because it's netflix nobody's right. looking so <laughs> it's just astonishing i almost did that i almost did murder mystery oh, God. too but then i was like oh you guys would fucking hate me for you know <laughs> yeah. uh, we're not talking about adam sandler this is an adam sandler free zone so what did you watch let's get to the the meat of this i watched a french oh, film God. uh called i okay i want to say it's called aka as in also right. known as, but there were no periods. There's no period. So it's just Aka. Aka. And uh, yeah. Mm. And, okay. So it's a guy who is, it's very French in that everyone is a hitman for the French government, right. apparently. And this guy is a hitman operative for the French government. And he's made to go underground <laughs> uh, into, to, to get into an organization oh. to find a terrorist guy. And the organization is mob. And he has to bodyguard the mobster's son, and then they bond, and it's like every every you know like loop 
Besson non-science fiction movie cliche. And, <laughs> and so it's so fucking screamingly, hilariously bad. The only thing it's got going for it is some interesting fight choreography. You know, you get to watch somebody just, just brutalize people with his hands. I mean, is this why you also came in and just said you'd be amazed at how many of these made-for-streaming movies involve the, the key phrase, uh, Hitman? <laughs> Like, yes <laughs> yes and, and that's I, another yeah, thing before yeah. i went to the wikipedia page to uh to do my surfing i just went through yeah uh movies with that netflix thing and they are all a hitman on the run a contract killer yeah. has to this they're all that same thing so doesn't matter if there's south korean yeah. or american british they're all and i think yeah. do you think that's like they're all trying to cash in on the the john wickiness thing or is it just like that's just a, a tried and true <laughs> sort of sort of thing i think it's I like think horror it's their algorithm it's just it's it's just a, 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 a movie people know yeah. how to make we've got these stunt coordinators we got these second unit guys they want to do the thing but you know what's the budget what's the jet what's the expected audience for i mean it's it's like a wings hauser film yeah. you know right Steven it's like Seagal. yeah they can calculate how much they need to spend and get it in on budget yeah. and well, it just, yeah, it just product. reminds me. And then there's also the thing of if you're going to make a, a gun opera, you're not going to get very far with guy who works in an office. You know, <laughs> yeah, it has yeah. to be somebody whose daily routine involves automatic yeah. weapons. Unless you so. do like the, the sleeper agent twist where it's like they don't know, but then suddenly they, they know, you know, mm. what they did in. Or if they did or, a movie version of The Office and it turned out that Dwight Chute was, you know, uh, well, okay, yeah, a hitman now. We have to go back to the hitman. Even there, we can't yeah, escape yeah. it. So. Yeah, well, what's the, what's the, I haven't even seen it yet. The new Apple movie, uh, Ghosted, is what, Ana de Armas turns out to actually be a, a secret agent it's, and she was dating. Yeah, Chris it's, it's just Evans like, it's and, the, it's the reverse yeah. of The Spy Who Dumped Me basically from what i could tell so yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, um. which is fair i guess but you know th that's that's the thing about the um about the the gender switch do it on a movie that was good in the first <laughs> place it's like yeah nobody cares about that scenario whether it's a guy no. or a girl nobody cares <laughs> about the scenario we just want to look at anna de armas yeah. but oh okay. yeah oh, um God. but did anyway. you did you like aka or aka or whatever I, I, you know what, Akka was exactly what I got, I got through it okay. at least. And I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. if, if Luc Besson had done this, it would have looked yeah. better okay. at least, you know, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, uh, I guess Le Garçon Nikita. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, so I was looking at that same list, Eric, to try to pick, you know, best made for streaming movie and Netflix by far has made the most made for streaming movies um they didn't make the one that i think is the best i'll, I'll throw out a couple of mm. of also rans for netflix these just jumped out i'm just gonna rattle them off um and none of them is necessarily great all right but but if i was going to say you have to watch a netflix made for streaming movie i'd say if you want a comedy watch the wrong missy it's stupid but whatever <laughs> um i like it for the title yeah. If you want to watch a um, 
I guess if a young adult movie, watch either of the Enola Holmes movies. God, the second one was terrible, though. So just do the first one. They, they, they were both kind of dumb. Uh, if you want to watch a, um, a prestige movie, you watch The Ballad of Buster no, Scruggs. I would say Roma. Roma. That was good. Uh, if I you want to watch a, a fun biopic, you watch Dolomite Is My Name. And if you want to watch a Christmas movie, watch Klaus. K-L-A-U-S. Ah, but these are yeah. all older. Yeah, yeah, or don't That's watch any yeah, yeah. of them. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I know I've seen most right. of those. And, like, there are a lot I would have recommended if I'd have opened up the right, time right. frame. But I was like, just 2023? Yeah. He, oh, ooh. it had to be in the last year? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, I failed at that then. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like I said, okay. the, the, the pickings, slim. wicked slim. slim. I was almost like, let's not do this. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on? That was my <laughs> entry into <Nope>. it. I was <laughs> like, I just can't. I can't. So, it was rough. Chris, you actually made a pick that's probably the best made-for-streaming movie full stop. Oh, have I? Which one? I think. I think you uh, did. Didn't you pick on Hulu? Oh, well, I did. I've got two on Hulu. One is not as recent. It came out end of last year, like October-ish, but I included it anyway, uh, if that's the one you're talking about. But uh, Prey, the yeah, I thought you were the Predator Prey. sequel, yeah. Yeah. Uh, was... I watched it again recently, and it still holds up. It is amazing what they did with that. It's just, it was so cool to watch them open up that mythology a little bit and just play, uh, but still make it good. There were stakes. It totally nullified every other Predator movie uh, that came after the Schwarzenegger and, and actually made it good again. Uh, so it's, if you haven't watched it yet, definitely check it out. It, that one I haven't it's done so yet, but good. I hear nothing it's but good so stuff good. about it. Uh, but the one I actually watched for the new ones was uh, just from the Broken Lizard guys that who did Super Troopers and Beer Fest and Slam and Sam and just they're they're like the the poor man's Monty Python type troop kids in the hall or whatever. Uh, like yeah, they get to keep making yeah. movies because they don't yeah, cost. Yeah, they're much. like basically the stoner bro humor. They did a take on. And they must have pictures of uh, Brian Cox having sex with well, a goat that they can get him to keep. I think he just has movie. fun in their movies because he was in Super Troopers and just got to be just like a total dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> so he probably just enjoys working with them. But uh, I ended up watching Quasi, which is their take on <laughs> Quasimodo from the Victor Hugo Hunchback of Notre Dame uh, story. And it just, it was literally one of the dumbest things i've ever seen because it, a was not funny they literally went into like a whole routine where it was like making fun of the way french people uh cliche ways uh they say croissant croissant would you like a croissant no i will have two croissants two croissants yeah two croissants i mean it was like they went on forever with that it's like that's your joke so basically you did not get stoned and you watched the stoner movie basically but it's 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 literally okay. them like they watched history of the world part 1 they zeroed in on the french revolution section and just decided to make their version of that but as a full length movie and it was just terrible 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 and that was probably the least <laughs> objectionable thing that i could find as far as new releases on streaming i was so disappointed in the in the whole process but yeah yeah. Ugh. 
Okay. <laughs> so yeah, streaming is not fun. They they I, they put all their thing into the shows because yeah. again, if you've got a show that keeps people coming, then you've you know you got it's money in the bank. Maybe that's why we're in the golden age of television. Probably. It's actually the technology that's forcing the movies to well, go away. But for the movies, though, it's just there was that that brief window a few years ago when Netflix was actually making, as Brian called it, the prestige pictures. So like Buster Scruggs and Roma, uh, Mank, and that kind of stuff. And they were working with very talented, very respected filmmakers. And they were getting Oscar right. nods and shaking up the Academy a little bit because then you've got all these other... Please take us yeah, seriously. But, but you've got all the yes, other people yeah. in the film industry going, well, no, that's streaming <laughs> service. That's not blah, blah, blah. And Netflix is like, well, we'll release it in a theater for like a week for the qualifications and then we'll just show it on our, our channel. And for like that brief window, I yep. thought, wow, this could actually bring some quality stuff. I would, I would check out these movies and they were good. And then all of a sudden, it just like the, the vomit machine kicked in and they just realized that it was just all about content. And so just like every now and then, a, a good one will, will fall in just magically. But 99% of the time, it's just an Adam Sandler fart joke for 90 minutes. It's just yeah. amazing. <laughs> well, and, and what I mean, to Eric's thesis, I think, holds water, which is that it's makes more sense for their business model to to churn out serialized right. content like these 10 episode or 8 episode series and and you know it it just has longer shelf life and and probably is stickier for the audience right especially if you can get something to be a water right. cooler show but i think also is that they're competing for eyeballs with influencers and twitch streamers mm. right and so that whole next generation of viewers isn't interested in shows they're interested in personalities right it, they're they're more following their favorite people i mean this is ryan reynolds kind of has cracked the code because he's he just is playing ryan reynolds in everything right. from his <laughs> cell phone commercials to his movies to whatever uh. else he does and and he's sort of like the the most famous influencer in the world right. or something. Yeah. Yeah, if you look at his career before that, God, I, like every year I was like, have we finally gotten rid of Ryan Reynolds? He right? cannot make a movie anyone yeah. gives a fuck about. Well, and now, of course, well, I, I'd, I'd seen something <laughs> online. Someone was actually talking about that. And it's not so much uh, the stuff he's putting out. It's just he is one of the best and sharpest marketers out there. Because he's got a whole media thing in the background, and when something happens to cause a stir online, like a viral thing, they can literally do a whole commercial around that in a matter of days and get it out there, and so everything's top of mind. He just seems to be genius level at that sort of thing. But his movies... Yeah, his, and, and they use his wife's Twitter account to just take him down a peg yeah. every now and then, which is and, also you know, And the whole thing with Hugh uh, Jackman... <laughs> Uh, which is one of the funnier running jokes on yeah. on the Twitter sphere. So it's just you know he's good at staying in in that realm. But yeah, his movies are totally forgettable. But it also helps that his signature character is Deadpool because Deadpool breaks the fourth wall. So he can talk about Deadpool and Deadpool can talk yeah. about him. And it's well, all it's, well, of it's a just piece, like the end of right? uh, Deadpool two when he when he just goes through to fix the timeline and he basically shoots Ryan Reynolds in the forehead for almost accepting Green Lantern. 
you know he goes to the yeah. that version of Deadpool from that shitty Wolverine movie and just starts shooting him indefinitely. I mean, it's just, you know, he knows what he's doing. But his movies are terrible. I just, I, I, I'm not sure how he manages that aspect of it. But you know, whatever. Uh but you know. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah. I mean, when I was looking at the list to try to find mine, first of all, I did not understand the assignment that it had to be more recent. <laughs> Um, so I, I failed at that. Hulu was literally, the Prey was the only thing Hulu had made that I even considered. Like, I looked at everything Hulu had made, yeah. like, no. I looked at all of the direct-to-streaming HBO. Now, that was a tricky one, because they had done all of the Warner Brothers feature movies day yeah. and date with it's, it's HBO a fine, Max it's for a, a while one. there during yeah, the pandemic. Their, their best one, which I did see, can't be watched. And that was their um, Robert Zemeckis update of The Witches starting Anne yeah. Hathaway. Oh. Um, they pulled it since the Discovery thing. Yeah. It's gone. They've it's gained really so hole. much f- uh, yeah. memory hole. So. Why? Uh, yeah, tax write-offs. Because they don't want to pay people yeah, residuals. It's easy, yeah, it's cheaper for them oh. to just like put it in an, a tank and never let it see the light of day again than it is for them to show it. It's so weird. That's a that's another that's thing weird. with the whole streaming empire deal. It's just how much stuff is just lost yeah. now. It's like when the like when yeah. they would not store film correctly and the old stuff, like the classic stuff is right. just disintegrating because they did not keep it up. It's that same thing. It's like how much stuff is just gonna be lost. And this is a strong <laughs> argument for, for buying Blu rays yeah. because yeah, they can change the content, they can just make it go one day they'll do documentaries like we thought this film was lost but then somebody found a a server blade (laughs) in utah that had all these films on it i mean yeah (laughs) it's stuff like that though that makes me kick myself for over time just getting rid of my vhs collection that i'd acquired working at blockbuster because i had like Mm -hmm. you know 100 so you know 150 tapes or whatever and it's random stuff. Except who wants to hu- lug that exactly, shit around from exactly. house to house? But now I look back, I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like watching that movie, but nobody knows what it is, and so I can't find it anywhere. I just It gets irritating, so yeah. yeah. Fuck streaming. Yeah. So anyway, my pick for best made-for-streaming movie was one of those prestige films that was released into the theaters for a week for awards consideration, yeah. and that was Amazon Pictures made Honey Boy Ugh. with... Shia LaBeouf playing his own dad being a drunken abusive asshole Um, say what you will but it's a good movie I mean and honestly kind of a fearless performance of a star making himself look bad both himself and frankly the kid playing him as a kid doesn't come off all that great either I mean (laughs) so I really I respect it I mean, I'm sure it's good. I will, I will appreciate your opinion on that. But I just, I can never watch Shia LaBeouf in anything. I just don't. I just don't yeah. like him. Fuck that guy. I don't like him at all. Like he peaked in holes. You know what I'm saying? It's just for everything after that. It's just been yeah. But see, that's the point. Shia LaBeouf doesn't like that guy either, and he made a movie about it. Mean, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's because he, he went to rehab, and he was like, okay, I've got to excise all of this self-hatred because I don't yeah. like me either. I mean, if you, just everything no, no. about him is just so 
you're not that talented that you can act like this much of an asshole. Yeah. That's in, my in, only thing. In the movie, he goes to rehab, and he's literally not going to be let out of rehab unless he makes a movie suspiciously like Honey Boy. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I'm always Meta. just uh, fixated on like from when he did the Tank movie with Brad Pitt, Fury. Apparently, he just got so method that he would not bathe. And everybody was just so disgusted. It's like he just smelled terrible for the entire thing. I mean, it's like you're going to go to <laughs> yeah. that length for just this. I mean, that's like that that that's not acting, man. That's just that's just weird. So I can't. Yeah. But uh, but it but what I did read about Honey Boy it did make me want to go back and rewatch some of the Even Stevens <laughs> Disney show just to see. Uh, oh God, you would you would go watch that. Over watching the short movie that touches yeah, on that. I definitely would, because it's more fun. Even okay. Stevens would be more fun. <laughs> Duh. Oh, my. <laughs> so, ha- <laughs> so how many did, did you actually rifle through, Brian? Like, did you did you just go, yes? I, I managed to list everything I wrote so, down off already so, on the so, show. I, I've been so yours was another in. no, 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 maybe, maybe, yes. No, oh, no, yeah. no, yeah, maybe. No. I, I rifled through the entire list of movies produced by Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, and right. HBO. Like, all of them on Wikipedia. And of those I could identify, of the hundreds listed, I could identify eight that were worth mentioning right. on the podcast. There you so, that's how, that's how desolate this, this particular yeah. desert is. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't think, right? yeah, I don't think going in any of us really knew that the the TV shows would be the bulk of the content. I mean, it's obvious now, but when you're going, it's like, oh, sure, I can find a made-for-streaming movie. But then you go in, it's like literally TV show, right. TV show, TV show, TV show, TV show. It's like, whoa. So I was yeah. floored. Yeah. I mean, and again, I'm thinking of you know that period of, uh, I mean, COVID spoiled me in so many different ways. I don't care what anybody says, but if you didn't die, it was part of the be- it was the best years of your life <laughs> because everything was on TV. You didn't have to go into work. The air was cleaner. There was yeah. no traffic. I mean, it was just a better yeah. uh, existence. Don't you miss but, social um, distancing? <laughs> boy, howdy. Thank you, China. Boy, howdy. Thank you, China. Uh, but yeah, but then all those movies were showing up on you know these streamers because they couldn't play them in theaters and now of course there is no more COVID. they're trying to put movies in theaters and nobody's going to them movies that shouldn't be bombing are utterly bombing the put movies are putting in theaters were filmed during covid and it shows like ant-man quantum mania is the ultimate covid movie in that it's obvious no two humans were in the same room at the same time (laughs) maybe maybe it was made with a chat ai you don't know (laughs) <laughs> yeah. it probably could have been i would believe it that thing is nothing but vomiting forth like so much cgi you don't even really have a sense of right. where the floor is yeah it's yeah. like that's no very that's much the problem there there's no there's no stakes and stuff like that if you can't understand right. which way is up you know yeah <laughs> it's so it's gonna get worse we, we're getting through the covid we're sort of working through the covid backlog just in time for the writer's yeah. strike so now the WGA has gone on strike this week, and what are we going to get on these streaming services? It's going to be, be a like, bunch of reality bullshit. You know, that's what it'll be. More seasons I, of like Pawn Stars and yeah, Nailed yeah. It, right? It's. I think actually, it's going to be. It, 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 my prediction is they always have a certain amount of stuff 
uh, uh, holstered, you know, just just like to to eke stuff out as needed. I think they are now going to go to the shelf and pull down everything that was too bad, <laughs> and to nobody will know. And say, here's some yeah, new stuff, and nobody will know. Right? It's like here's some here's here's your latest thing, and it's going to be some trash from like six years ago that, that nobody yeah, wanted to no, see. No, I'll tell I, you what I think is going to happen. They're going to start pulling the streamers and the influencers in. You're going to get like the Pokey Main show on Netflix or some shit. <gasps> oh, man. That's, that's <laughs> where we're right. going. Uh, the battle days. Well, this is going to be I terrible. Mean, you know, <laughs> which is too bad because. Cause, no, AI generated yeah. bullshit. Yes. There, okay. Mark my words. Within the next year, there will be somebody soulless and and craven enough to just make a complete entire show generated by ai just to see if they can do it on the budget without <laughs> I mean, a writer yeah, yeah, like yeah. if that's if coming you, yeah if you are a young person like if you're in high school if you're if you're okay with computers and you're trying to figure out what your career should be here's what i think it should be develop a way of uh, like a program that can look at a some ai generated content tell what it's derived from and get it to a lawyer who can then sue based on, you know, like you said, that this new form yes. of sampling, they can't use AI. If you can prove they're pulling from something without right. permission, uh, it's a, Make it it's happen, a slippery people. slope. It's a slippery yeah. slope. I think, I think bottom line, uh, streaming is ultimately terrible and we're all the worst for yeah. it. Was that, was that your thesis? Is that your thesis? Yeah. Eric? I'm feeling it. Looks like we've we've found okay. an answer without even meaning to. Yes. <laughs> Yay! Hooray. We're so good. Well, once again on the Magnificent Huge Podcast, life is shit. Aka. It's quasi. So Magnificently Huge Podcast. Aka. Life is shit. So yeah. Uh, hit us up on uh, subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends on social media. And if you want to find that Twitter feed Eric mentioned, go to our website, uh, maghuge.com, M-A-G-H-U-G-E.com. You'll find links to all of our socials there. Or you can email us, magnificentlyhuge at gmail.com. And join us next week while we watch the world burn just a little bit more and shrug at it. Yes. Yes. Life is shit. Life is shit. The world.